Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Well, welcome to Party Friday. Chuck Bonnywell, Julie Hayden, Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show. Truth straight up. That's right. The show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese Medicine. And it is Party Friday. Hooray. Um, Lots of stuff to talk about today. Um, Ken Buck, Chuck did not surprise again. One of the biggest things that happened is um, George Santos, who it sounds like he's maybe not the world's best guy. Um, they voted to expel him. Which um, is really brilliant, by the way. You know, here's the thing. We all need to call up the Republican representatives, or at least 105 of them, um, and say, hey, can we play chess with you guys? You guys want to yeah. play poker? You want to do something? It's like, it, I mean, they couldn't win at, you know, what is it? Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks or, you know... Tic tac toe. Given the first two moves, maybe a barrel of monkeys they could they could beat us at. But it's like and we'll get into that a little bit later. But but what today what they did sort of brings up all the reasons why you hate the Republican Party, right? Which is many. Of which is many. many it's like so they have the majority in Congress. We finally, in spite of all of their efforts, and in spite of all of Mitch McConnell's efforts, in spite of Kevin McCarthy's efforts yeah. to not have that happen, somehow or another, they managed to get a majority of like what five. Right, right? Right, right. So what do they do today? They expel one of the five. There you go. There you go. It's like you know, it's just so unfair. Yeah. We have a majority over the Democrats, and we like to have an even playing field it's so because they're so moral <laughs> all these guys it's, it's, it reminds me of of uh, whenever it was attacking bill clinton for having extramarital affairs and the leader was the speaker of the house of republican who at the time was having various <laughs> uh-huh. affairs that, and is, else. that is different i mean what a bunch of phony i'll get to that kind of specifically in a minute but it's just yet another thing of why you know you get i mean in colorado it's the same thing too right even in this the last legislative session they got killed um but rather than actually fight for stuff they're like we do need to increase government yeah we need true. to increase government but we, we need to backfill all those local governments right with your tax money yeah, by the yeah, way. So yeah we don't want to give it back to you and then, bizarrely, what does Jared Polis go? Is he's now writing little letters to all of the local governments saying, "Hey, you guys need to cut your taxes, your property taxes." It's yeah. like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, he'll do that. Get right on that, Jared. Yeah, <laughs> um, no problem there. But Tucker Carlson, as usually, kind of nails it. Um, and in his latest show, I mean, Chuck this morning said to me, "You got to pull this Tucker Carlson soundbite for the show," um, because it just kind of, in a nutshell, explains why. Um, we hate Republicans. Right. It's like we as Republicans all. hate Republicans hate, as, like, as a general matter. If we could, Thomas, please play Tucker number one. If you're watching this right now, the chances are you have at some time in your life voted for a Republican, possibly even given one money because what were your options? You didn't feel you had any. But after you did that, you likely stood back and watched the Republicans in Washington and thought to yourself. These people have very different priorities from me. I didn't vote for them in order for them to do, to do the things they're doing now. They seem to care about things that have nothing to do with my life at all. In fact, it may have occurred to you, they may secretly hate me. 
and you had what was your reaction when you when you heard that well you know i i have for a long time tried to figure out why i hate republicans um and it's not just republicans uh, or conservatives worldwide. It's not Republicans in Washington. It's right here in Westminster. Why do I hate the Republicans? And here's why I've come up with why I hate the Republicans. <laughs> the vast majority of people who run from the Republican Party are people who grew up in the middle class, or at least not in extreme circumstances. Um, they've had moderately successful careers, or at least haven't been in grotesque poverty. And so they come in and they just want to be part of the gang. They want to be part of Sit politics. At the cool kids table. Yeah, they want to be part of politics. They have no strong emotions on anything. Um, and therefore, once they get in, wherever the winds are blowing, uh, that's where they go. Corey Gardner grew up in, in, you know, reasonable circumstances out on the plains in Colorado, comes in. Um, he has no agenda. He has nothing he wants to do. He wants to become a lobbyist. Um, so he's very happy to be Mr. Big Tea Party. And then when when that's, you know, waning a little bit, he just changed and he's for Trump. He's against Trump. He doesn't really care. Plus an individual who's soulless. Uh, here in Westminster, we had an election. Five Republicans got elected, including the mayor. Um, they wanted to do other than Bruce Brown. Bruce Baker. Bruce Baker, excuse me, who really did want to do things and really wanted. Kathy Ireland, though, is good. Kathy Ireland is good. But all the rest of them are just, eh. and so whatever the city manager tells them or the staff or some developer, they kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'm pleasant. Um, and they stand for nothing. They, they stand for absolutely nothing. And it's not just here in the United States, over in Great Britain, where my sister lives. Uh, in, 19, in 2019, the huge red wave, they overcame everywhere, took one of the biggest wins ever, basically on two platforms. One, uh, to make Brexit a reality, uh, get through that, and two, stop the massive immigration into Britain. So they got in, and they didn't either. They did absolutely neither. Um, kidding. Yeah, well, they weren't just kidding. They're just kind of like, I don't know. Uh, well, people are being mean to us. Yeah, and so and so, all these people elected from middle-class middle shires and so forth are just kind of bland. They're not evil. They're not awful they just don't care um and so the democrats which is in in britain is the labor party are about to just wipe them off the map cheering that are people like nigel farage who helped get them this massive majority but actually does want to cut immigration did want brexit actually had real beliefs and and so you know i i met paul ryan and you know did he have any strong beliefs other than some technocratic things? No. Yeah. So he's he's pushing everybody to to back Nikki uh, Haley. Nikki Haley. I mean, <laughs> and there's another person who grew up in comfortable circumstances and is much more comfortable once you got into government. Well, once you got out of government, went on Boeing and all right, those boards right. and so forth. But that's what we elect the blandest people, and they they are absolutely disgusting because not because they're evil, because the Democrats are evil. They're bland. Uh, uh, um, Auckland. Eric Codland. Eric Codland. I mean, here's a perfect example of a nice person. Uh, had a good upbringing, went into West Point and some other things. And I remember when he just came into Westminster to, to announce his candidacy, 
for whatever position, okay, because he's changed various times. I said, what do you stand for? And he said, I stand for the Constitution, which in his pocket. I said, what's that mean? <laughs> Whose interpretation of the Constitution? <laughs> Mine. Yeah. I said for my yeah. truth. What, what do you think about the Fourth Amendment's applicability? You know, he had no idea. <laughs> but he just wanted to be elected to something. <laughs> and and that's he's continued that way. Um, and so if you hate the major, vast majority of the Republicans you meet, there's good reason for that, because they're not hateable people. They're just bland. Well, then they, but then they go to hateable, hateable things. And this from Sandra. She says, Dave Williams was at the, whoops, my screen just, Dave Williams is a guest speaker at today's Pueblo Pachyderm meeting in Pueblo West. He did a great job, she says, by the way, and said the same thing that we're saying, not similar words, but pretty darn similar. Mm-hmm. And then Leo says, Paul Ryan screwed Trump's first two years. Trump's fault that he trusted him. Yeah, Trump doesn't Well, they couldn't him. really not trust him because- He's a speaker of the House, so he just didn't know how to get around him, and, and there probably was no way around him. Right, right. But but I think that's true. And the, the all again, the good news is, is people are waking up to that, and people are, are real. They, are they enough? I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give an example. You know, we just had Kent, Trent Lisey, and, and they went after him, and I'm convinced that it's bullshit. I mean, you know, most of it, you know, he went into a strip club uh, or, or claiming he bought a room for these people and he find out just being a nice guy. But, you know, is it possible that he could overcome all the sludge and slime thrown at him? Probably yeah. not, but maybe. Yeah. Well, and, and who knows? And his thing is he actually appeared to believe in, in MAGA and America first. Right. Actually, right. I don't know if he actually does, but he appears to. Right. Well, and you look at, you no, know, exactly. I mean, I will say, and we'll get back to the vote in a second. Thank goodness, um, Lauren Boebert and Doug Lamborn were on the right side on the, on the Santos vote. They, Doug Lamborn's never on the right side. No, he was this time, though. He was. I know. I know. So that you know how off off Ken Buck is if, if he's Buck. if he's not. I know we're going to get to him in a second. We've got it's Ken Buck sound. Biggest Wait. disappointments in America. Save it, save it, save it. Well, a lot of them are. And that is why, and this is why the people, you know, as Trump keeps continuing to surge in the polls, every time you turn around, he's beating more. And now he's beating not just Biden, he's beating whatever, any generic Democrat that they throw up there, too, because the Democrats have become so evil. And we'll talk about the debate in a second, too. But the Democrats have become so awful that people see that the economy is bad. And I think you also get there. OK, anything is better than what we've got. Well, well one of the reasons why, why, why lawyers are particularly attracted to politics and in general do well in politics. They like it's, to hear themselves talk. No, well, some do, some don't. But what they all do, or most of them do, is that you begin your, you know, you open your desk and, and somebody, you know, just recommended to you, comes in, has got a problem, has, has, a, has a case against somebody else or against them. You take their money and you advocate for their side. You don't just take people who you absolutely agree with or you'd be broke. So lawyers are pretty used to um, arguing things they don't believe. I mean, uh, you know, one and one of the keys to being a good litigator is that you can con yourself into. (laughs) No, it is. I know you're right. Into believing it. it, Into believing it. It's, It's one of the things. One of the key tools of a litigator is is you can con yourself, at least while you're in the courtroom, in believing your client is absolutely correct, and you've got to believe it until you get out of that court. Right, right. Um, and politicians are the same thing. They just say, oh, yeah, small government, whatever. You know, Oh, you know, it doesn't matter. They argue 
to whatever is their benefit. Well, and they're not used to having people pay attention too, is I think something else that's going on. Um, this from Sandra. So true, Chuck. Ken Buck has proven that, hasn't he? He yes. has indeed. Well, and here's the thing, and this is why people like Donald Trump, because again, he, he's you know, he does he he does what he says he's going to do. I mean, he and he did it right away, basically, no, right? No, 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 no. Well, he did it pretty close. I mean, you were he came up with, with a few things he absolutely believed. He actually believed America first. He believed our trade policies were insane and so forth. The other stuff he just changed on. Um, and and but but what he had is that he would go out to these big audiences, and when they cheered, go, oh that works. And when they boo, so so I can remember six months ago he came out and said, yeah, you need to take that vaccine. Boo! Everybody's booing. Oh, oh, he doesn't talk oh, about that anymore. That vaccine, well, vaccine thing. He's listening to the people, right? Yeah. Which is which well, he is... thought you know Paris climate. He thought he was going to get slaughtered for that. He did it very reluctantly and then thought, wait a minute. People are glad. People are good. Well, then Tucker Carlson was on the, I didn't realize Roseanne Barr had a podcast, but she does. And Tucker Carlson kind of talks about that and why, you know, because people say all kinds of stuff about Tucker Carlson and Trump. Now they're saying, oh, he may be a vice presidential candidate, which maybe is why he likes him. Again, who knows? I kind of. It has nothing to do with it. No. He doesn't want to be president. And if he don't want to be president. Tucker Carlson? Yeah. Okay. Um, why would you want to be vice president? Oh no, I don't. I don't think so. I. I, I was. He kind has of, a wonderful life, lots of money, uh, and I was kind of joking power. that yeah. that's why he's being nice to Trump. But that was a joke. That was a joke, oh, a bad okay. one, apparently. But if but he was explaining to Roseanne Barr why he supports Trump, um, and and it's an interesting answer. Thomas, if we could please play Tucker number two. What do you think? I certainly support Trump. I'll tell you that, and I can tell you. I mean, I've always agreed with Trump's policies. Always. And I lost friends over it. Um, but, and I've never really actively supported anybody because it's not my job to actively support people. I watch, you know, right. I like to watch. Um, but I'm a voyeur. Yeah. But I became an active Trump supporter when they raided Mar-a-Lago last summer, the summer of 2022. That, that, that's, that can't stand. No, that can't. And that I something. agree with Trump on a lot. But even if I disagreed with Trump on a lot, I'd still be a Trump supporter because you cannot allow that. You cannot allow the you know, the regime, the president of the United States to use the Justice Department to knock the front runner out of the race. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. So it's bigger than Trump. It's bigger than Biden. It's a question of, you know, do you want to live in a free country with a functioning justice system? You know, that's exactly. And right. so I'm voting for Trump. And if they convict him, I will send him the max donations and I will lead protests. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Because too. and by the way, if I thought that he had committed some real crime, I wouldn't feel that way. But he didn't. He and Biden are both found with classified documents at home, along with every other former high level federal official in history. But only Trump is indicted. Like, tell me how that works. Oh, shut up. Well, which is true. I mean, and look at the conservative treehouse had this, too, and, and which they connect the dots. But talking about the attacks on Trump and as Trump always says, they're not really after him. They're after you. Right. What's interesting is so the, the these new um uh, FOIA requests have revealed that the Justice Department had um, search warrants that they were executing on Trump's Twitter account to get every person, like which would be probably all of us, right. right? All of you guys, all of me, whoever liked, reposted, or commented on a Trump tweet 
while he was in office. They gathered the metadata on all of those people from Twitter and Twitter gave it to him, right? Um, I mean, I'm sure that they were saying, look, this is before Elon Musk and when Trump was still back on Twitter. And somebody was saying, well, that's so much information. What can they do with it? And they're like, no, no. Well, they explained in this, oh no, we've created algorithms, right? To go through and where they're, you know, they put all these people, you know, you're, you know, all of a sudden you notice you're getting searched more at the airport, right? Right, I mean, little things like that. All of a sudden you notice the FBI agents are showing up at their house and they're doing that for a reason, guys, because, you know, and again, that's why you hate the Republicans who won't stand up for that um, because somebody's got to, right? Um, This is from Jim Jackson. Government has instituted in this country um, to defend us against against foreign foes, provide us with sound legal system to protect our rights and provide us with a sound money exchange. So the rest is BS and people are afraid to face the consequences of freedom. And from Sandra, that was Jack Smith, I believe. You're right, Sandra. It was under him at the Justice Department. His lawyer license should be taken away from him. Yeah. And then Leo says, that's why I never use my real name, Bob Johnson, on here. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny, Leo. That's pretty good on this party Friday. Um, well, then that's the kind of then move to... to to Ken Buck, who it's like now that he's announced he's not running, has gone and not even full rhino. He's gone worse than rhino. Right. I mean, he's voting wrong and every 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 single thing. Right. Hopefully he's getting a second chance. Marjorie Taylor Greene is brought up. That's impeach Mayorkas, a Homeland Security. Good, no, good, no. Because he says that's not what impeachment is for. Not for somebody who leaves the entire southern border open. That's right, not, not that's not a high crime. Right, right. That's just. Right. That's just I, I I mean, everything he says, I find annoying from a guy who I said, I know. Well, as Tucker said, at one time gave money to. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you did. Right. Oh, oh yeah. I gave money to Ken Buck a long time ago. I know you want to call and ask for it back. Right. He's like, sorry, spent it. But so on the, on the George Santos vote, what did they they had? Let's see. They voted to expel him. Now, he's been indicted on 23 counts. Uh, it, 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 it loosely accused of like playing fast and loose with campaign funds, right? And mm-hmm. and doing things he shouldn't be doing with campaign funds. Because I'm sure no political person would ever do that, right? I mean, he, you know, and he's from New York. Um, the Senate voted 311 to 114 to expel him. The 100 house. in the House, the House, the House, you're right. 105 Republicans voted to expel him. 112 said no. As I said, Doug Lamborn and, Mar- and uh, Lauren Boebert were among the 112 that said no. Ken Buck said yes. Now keep in mind, Santos has not been actually convicted of anything. So you would think that Ken Buck being a DA would be like, you know, technically in this country, we're presumed innocent until well, he proven sure guilty. Doesn't believe that. It's like, no. And it's like, okay, if you want to expel him, because this is the first time this has happened in 20 years, right? right. If you're going to expel somebody, I don't know. Why not, number one, let him keep voting with Republicans, because at least he voted with Republicans until the criminal trial. And then if you feel like expelling him, maybe go ahead and do that. But these are these are accusations. convicted, I, I would think that would be appropriate, but not just because, and and you know, Fetterman being being the, the more... It's like, what? We should well, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. he wants to get rid of Menendez. Why? <laughs> I, I mean, don't they have to prove their case? Why do you assume they prove their case? Democrats, I mean, you know, raise your hand if you think Democrats would ever vote to expel the... I mean, they could have what somebody was tweeting. They could be snorting 500 pounds of cocaine surrounded by dead bodies that they... I mean, you know, and all kinds of stuff. And they'd be like, no, he's fine. We support him. Well, sure, they're going to kind of expel him after it doesn't matter. It's it's a one vote lead in in the Senate. And and so if they threw him off, they'd be down to 48, 49. You think? And which Manchin could make the difference. 
They're not going to throw Menendez out ever. Well, and not ever. Well, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, and I mean, not only I mean, let's talk about the precedent that it sets. Right. Let's decide that you're a Democrat and you want to again. Now, now they're down to a four point, a four vote lead. Uh-huh. And I think some people are resigning or stepping yeah, well, me down. So Marjorie Taylor Greene was saying we're down to like two. Yeah. OK, so then they uh, what's what's going to stop the Democrats from going after one of the others? I mean, that's just, well, of course they will. And they will not throw Menendez out while it matters. No. No, no. Um, and but this is why Ken Buck very you Oh know, man, what a moral. Yeah, he'd rather virtue signal than actually take care of the country. If we could please play the Buck um on Santo sound by oh. Thomas. I don't think due process is only uh, achieved by a conviction in criminal court. The Ethics Committee, three Democrats, three Republicans, gave him an opportunity to appear before them and present exculpatory material and material as to why he should not be expelled or findings should not be made against him, and he refused. He uh, he intentionally avoided uh, giving information and giving uh, credible testimony. And so, as a result, there is a finding, uh, and he has had his due process, and in my opinion, he should not be a member of the House. Um, I want to play for you, if I can, Congressman, um, Speaker Mike Johnson, talking about this upcoming vote and then get your reaction on the other side. I personally have real reservations about doing this. I'm I'm concerned about a precedent that may be set for that. Are there others? Do you have other colleagues that have reservations about um, expelling him? I'm sure there are many other uh, of my colleagues that have reservations about expelling them. Um, I don't think that the expulsion uh, uh, bar should be only at uh, a criminal conviction. And so uh, we may have disagreements about that. I have a lot of respect for uh, this speaker. I also know that we have a very small majority and that George Santos's seat may very well not be uh, uh, won by a Republican. So we may be losing one uh, of the five vote majority that we have in this House. But is this about uh, maintaining power or doing what's right, Congressman? Well, I'm going to be voting to expel. I'll let I'll let your viewers decide uh, what what others' motives are. I mean, typical MSNBC question: Is this about you know power or doing what's right? Like the Democrats would be like, "Oh, well, it's about power." <laughs> Stupid Republicans. Hello. Well, and again, Ken Buck, what a, what an idiot! He can do the math, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care that he's doing that. Not only that, as you said, he said, well, he had a chance to come before the ethics committee. He is under criminal indictment. Anything he says can be used against him. Any lawyer would say, if you're under criminal indictment, you can't defend yourself. So by that, by its very nature, they should say, okay, well, we're going to wait until he can defend himself. We understand that he can't, right? But no, Ken Buck is like, oh, no, no, forget that presumption of innocence. Forget the legal issues that he has to deal with. It's like Ken Buck, this is going to virtue signal. And virtue signal to who right i mean who even well to the cnn people he wants you know um and sandra says giving those illegals um 37,000 a phone a place to live and much more um and then jim jackson is there a list of all the crimes santos has been convicted of um sounds like bill and hill exactly yeah no there's no list because he hasn't been convicted of anything Right. right they're just indictments and then from Sandra Fetterman, Dave Williams brought him up today at the Packager meeting. I think Dave Williams would make a great Colorado governor and said that to someone at the meeting. Buck is such a POS. I think Santos knows something about some of these politicians. <laughs> well, I don't know, but only Republicans going back to what well, we started Well, with. just take, just take um, Menendez. They are not going to throw Menendez out and take one of their votes away. <laughs> Oh, gold bars from Turkey or whatever. Yeah, and they shouldn't because he has a right. Just because they 
presented a case, and we all know the Justice Department sucks and yeah, lies like January and 6th, yeah. and everything else. So, oh well. Um, no, and 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 I don't know. Again, you look at you can just go down the list of the you know the Democrats and the things they've done, like you know Bill and Hillary, right? That doesn't care. Um, only and and you look at the crimes then that they make up against Trump. So like if you're Joe Biden, you can have declassified documents all over the place, even though it's clearly illegal because you weren't the president. Um, but they're not going to charge him on that because I'm not sure what. Uh, but if you're Donald Trump, you know we're going to do a raid on your house, right? And if it all goes away later well that's okay it's not okay but it's you know but that's how they play and the republicans and i don't know chuck you seem to think it's because they're dumb i i kind of think it's just because they're making the same amount of money and so and they want to again they just want to be invited to the right parties they're not going to be invited to the right parties anyway they're going to be invited to republican parties who suck yeah um in general and if they don't suck then you'll have a picture of you at a strip club or something um, it, it is, it, they are valueless people who think that they're so wonderful. Um, and that, oh, he took money from us. Oh, did I take from Oh, no. <laughs> well, and I thought the Gateway Pundit was putting them all up there and saying every single one of them should be primaried. And I agree. Um, again, the, the, <laughs> I mean, the future of the country is at stake here. And so if that means that we have to, like, let Santos ride. The other thing I guess I would say is who the frick is the House to take that away? To me, it seems like the voters should get rid of him. If the voters decide they don't like him, then the voters can get rid of him. Right. I mean, who is the House? If if you're criminally convicted, but before that. Oh, you had a chance. You could have gone through this thing and they would have certainly found you not guilty. Right, right. So uh, once again, it's Republicans disappointing. Um, want to talk, and I guess I should say, hey, open phones too, 888-627-6008. If you're listening and want to call in, 888-627-6008. Um, Chuck, kind of watch, because you watch all of this stuff, because you're, you're more of a junkie than me. That's right, of the uh, DeSantis-Newsom debate. The little bit I saw... I would have said, wow, DeSantis, if he did that well in any of the other debates, you know, I mean, he still is polling it, I think, like 7% or 8%, something like that yeah. against Trump. Well, yeah, depending on the poll, depending on the poll. Um, but he did a good job, I thought. I mean, um, and and granted, um, I think, you know, the Newsom, well, depending, Politico said Newsom clearly won in spite of the fact that Hannity and that Hannity and, Hannity, and, and Newsom, his prejudice came through. He put up graphics that were softballs for um, DeSantis. DeSantis and, and all of that. But still, DeSantis did what is the new Democratic norm. I don't know when the Democrats decided that lying is just perfectly. You okay. mean Newsom did that? Yeah. No, okay, you said DeSantis. I did that, sorry. Yeah. Um, and he would just lie. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and he... they'd point it out, but he would just lie. <laughs> and, and, and it's the new norm for the Democratic Party. I mean, when when... They say that, oh, oh, I know. Uh, yeah, Afghanistan, great withdrawal. What a success. It's one, oh, the economy. It's one, oh, the border is secure. Sure. I, they, not that Republicans don't lie, 
but but they, they don't have, have quite the Baghdad Bob quality <laughs> that that the Democrats have. Well, the Democrats state. don't even pretend anymore, right? They, they just, don't care. They just lie, right? They just lie. Hunter Biden laptop fake. I mean, fake, there were still yeah. people. There was still there was a congressional hearing the other day, and some Democrat Congressperson was still insisting that it was Russian disinformation. It's they don't care, right? We'll talk about. You can still hear them talk about the five police officers who were killed yeah, on January sixth oh, by the absolutely. armed insurrectionists, right? Don't care. It's clearly not true. They know it's not true and they don't care. But one thing news of news and what what Gavin God, what DeSantis did, and I think any Republican running for office should take this into their playbook is he hammered on and well, he handled it well, two issues that I think cut across politics, and that's parents' rights um, and also safety, right? And the condition of our cities, basically. Um, you know, my daughter had a friend from high and, school. And I'd take the border and feel the border and all that, too. My daughter had a friend from high school visit recently, and um, they were, and, and these are young people, right? And they were talking about going downtown. And one of the friends is now a Denver police officer. And he said, you don't want to go downtown. Yeah. He, he said, it, it's dangerous. <laughs> he, I mean, he's like, I won't go down there unless I'm getting paid for it. And I'm in a patrol car, you know, and, and with a SWAT uniform or something. And then he wasn't joking. And they didn't go downtown. Yeah. Right. And so, you know. Uh, Mike Johnson, the Denver mayor, had his car stolen, right? So, I mean, they need to hammer home these yeah, points. Really get blatant. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but I think, but but DeSantis did do a good job on this. And well, he, he lost in the abortion one because he had to defend a six-week abortion ban, and he didn't do well there. I don't know how you could do well there. I mean, that's not a, you know, if you go to 15 weeks, you have a chance, but um he failed on that one but all the other ones it, it was just it was just Newsom in his slimy although glib he, he's very glib but but it was just you know if that's all the democrat if that's their plan if b, plan b. <laughs> i mean he lost a lot in that debate i, I, think I, so. I, I don't, i'm not sure desantis won a lot but i think he you know i think it will help him a little bit um and at least against nikki haley against i don't nikki think it'll help him against trump but no um, but, but and i think also it, it was clear i mean he's learned from his debates so let me play the, the one thing this is where he talks about parents rights and i think every republican running for office should hammer this home if we could please play the um desantis parent soundbite the role of the schools to educate kids not indoctrinate kids it's not to impose an agenda it's to do the basics and what we've said in Florida is it's inappropriate to tell a kindergartner uh, that their gender is a choice. It's inappropriate to tell a second grader that they may have been born in the wrong body. Now, California has that. Uh, they want to have that injected into the elementary school. My wife and I have a seven, five and a three year old. Uh, we don't think that that's appropriate. And I know most parents do not think it's appropriate. Uh, it's also important to respect parental rights to know what curriculum is being used in the classroom and everything should be age appropriate. I actually have something that I brought that some parents have objected to. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California, Florida. This is not consistent with our standards called gender queer. I, it's some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools uh, when people like on the left say that somehow you're banning books by removing this from a young kid's classroom. No, this is not age appropriate. And so we're going to stand for the rights of parents. I think we need to do that nationwide.
And I, th- I mean, that's a good point, right? Most parents agree with that, right? Most parents say that, and the Democrats turn it into a book banning kind of thing. And I think you did a good job of saying, no, this is what we're talking about, right? Yeah, and, and it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, how many of the, you know, we've seen the, the things on the school boards where the school board won't let the parent read from books that are in the libraries at, at the kids, right? And so I think that was a smart move on DeSantis. The one thing they should recognize is schools is there to indoctrinate children, wow. indoctrinate children in hard work and proud of the country and and some other things um and it is you know you, it is an indoctrination no matter what you do it's what you're indoctrinating well um and and uh you know are you indoctrinating them you indoctrinated to be pro hamas pro hamas pro hamas right, so <laughs> those torture skills going <laughs> well look how that's working out poor if there's a big um pro israel conference going on in denver yeah. and jared polis who is jewish mm-hmm. um spoke at it um and they had they had the, the city of denver is blocked off all of these streets downtown right. to keep the protesters normally they just kind of put yeah. a perimeter or you know around the right, building or something right. it's it's blocked off for streets away right, right? because of the pro-hamas and it's and keep in mind these pro-hamas are the same usual suspects they're being paid for by soros funded right, organizations right. the same as antifa yeah. the whole point is to just stir up chaos yes. right they're not they don't think you know next week they'll be um pro whatever you want them to be right or anti whatever you want them to be and are paying him to be but again jared polis you reap that right mayor mike he johnson no he, he doesn't care either. Then the other thing, though, this is what DeSantis talked about, um, goes to, uh, you know, the basic livability of cities. If we could please play. This great. This if you didn't funny. see the debate. This, this is great. the DeSantis poop video, Thomas. Poop on This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own. It's like, and what do you do? You saw Newsom. It's like, what do you say about that? You know, winning smile. Right. And again, the tide is starting to turn with that. There was a story in the Denver Post today, a Denver parent who um, was upset about, I think he has a seventh grader, about a gay pride flag mm. being in the classroom um, said, can we either one, take that down or two, put up a straight pride flag right. um, it, because my kid is straight. Is and, it a straight pride flag? Yeah. Well, I guess he could have made one, but the bottom line is the school told him no, oh, hell. right? The school told him no, right? This is hell, welcome to Denver. Um, and so he's suing them and good for him, yeah. right? Good for him for doing that. And this is in Denver. This is in a Denver public school, you know. Well, you make it sound like that's some High value place. I mean, Denver Public School. No, but even if, but again, I think it, even in, even if in Denver Public School, right? I mean, you got to assume that this parent is probably liberal, right? Um, or their kid probably, maybe not. I don't know. But either way, and again, what a stupid school thing because the school will probably lose on that, right? Because why? Look out no. of a gay appointed judge. No. Yeah. Uh, but but again, and what number one, one could argue that in seventh grade in the in the upper classroom, there does not need to be a gay pride flag. Well, it doesn't have to be in a sexual or, or a political one. I mean, are they gonna have they don't it, down in, in uh, um Colorado Springs, you know, you couldn't have in your backpack 
a Gladstone flag because that was considered racist. <laughs> Even though it had nothing to do yeah. and nothing to do with racism. Well, here's some of the comments. Um, that's oh, so Sandra was agreeing with Leo before saying that's because the commie Democrats, um, demon rats have been lying for ages and have gotten good at it. Um, it's getting bad all over in Colorado. Look at the police officer who was killed in Cortez, Colorado, of all places, thanks to Biden and Polis and all the demon rat jackasses. Um, and then from Sandra DeSantis, obviously did a good job. Good for him. Yeah, he did do a good job. And I think, again, you know, and someday we'll do a show about the whole abortion issue, but that's that's complicated from a, a campaign point of view. Right, right. Um, but I do think that DeSantis did a good job of hitting home. And those are those are things that are sound bites. People are going to be playing that all over. And again, the Democrats can say all they want that DeSantis, you know, didn't win, knew someone because he was. Well, but, but and- there was an article in USA Today, which is pretty left. Um, and, they, and they're talking about how DeSantis won. So when USA Today comes out and says DeSantis won, the worst thing is that this is a great hope for the for the Democratic Party. You yeah. got to, I mean, nobody thinks that Joe is inspiring, if not technically dead. Uh, Kamala is a fool, and this is a person who is, you know, governor of a huge state. He's the best they've got. Um, and and I wouldn't. I mean, again, California. He likes California, except Californians, right? I mean, they don't like it. They're leaving, and they're leaving. So, I mean, I would try to find. I don't know a more. I, I mean, you can one from Colorado. Well, again, Jared Polis. I still think someday is going to be. Um, no one running for national office should discuss abortion. It's now a state issue, so stay away from it. Agree, absolutely. There, you summed up our show on the whole thing in a in a nutshell. I think you're absolutely right. So just just don't. No matter what you say, you're going to make somebody well, the mad. Is they want to have national abortion bans, and I, I believe each state should be able to do it. If they want to ban abortion, that's fine. Right. They want to allow abortion. That's fine. That's not fine, but but it's much better than some kind of national uh, judicial one, which is Roe v. Wade, or a national right. uh, congressional one. Right. But the Democrats use it to trap Republicans, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it is a trigger issue for them, and it brings out their donors and all of their money. Yeah, um, and again, from Sandra, and unfortunately, Newsom is charismatic, and yes. apparently many people from California don't have logic in their brains. No, they don't, or they wouldn't be in California, really. So, so there was that debate. Now, you were saying, you know, some people were saying to DeSantis, don't do it, you, you know, can't help you. Um, I mean, Sean, he, I mean, the only thing it did help probably was Fox. I don't know how many people watch it. Well, allegedly, people don't, really, don't really like to watch. Yeah. Well, allegedly, they were going to continue the debate and, and go long. But uh-huh. but but Newsom's um, wife, wife wouldn't, let him. wouldn't let him throw in the towel. I don't know. Maybe she wanted to go to dinner. Maybe she was bored. She's yeah, like, oh, the French laundry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or and I, I think that Santa's brought up the French laundry dinner. And oh, oh, did he? <laughs> Anyway, so he did a good job. And at least thank you, Sean Hannity. If we're going to be, I mean, you know, the rather than the stupid RNC, you know, giving it to giving the the GOP presidential debates to to liberal organizations, right. at least at least Hannity had that. Um, and I don't know if I'm Ron DeSantis, I would just call it quits now. I don't know. I would yeah, not go. This is your high point. Yeah, I wouldn't go back on any kind of debate. I know Megyn Kelly is hosting one. That should be interesting, actually. Yeah. But but again, it, well, how, you have to, right now, only three of them qualify. Which I think would be the best one. Yeah, if had that's yeah. Ramaswamy, um, DeSantis, and and uh, Nikki Haley. I think Nikki Haley. Be, yeah, no, that could be kind of interesting. Um, but still, it's like, and I try to get it in time, so I'll try to get it on Monday for you guys. So Trump had put out the Trump campaign is just funny. Um, they put out a meme of the debate 
where where they were they were where they put in like they put it it wasn't AI because you could tell that it's you know not that but they had Sean Hannity say which one of you is a traitor who betrayed your Republican president more than anyone else and and something like that and Ron DeSantis like what I mean they were they were pulling things and then it was like and then Sean Hannity goes which one of you is wearing lifts in your boot <laughs> and it was just funny I tried to get it for Monday because it was pretty funny to listen to um something else I wanted to talk about though too is um. Elon Musk, I don't, we didn't, I didn't have time to pull this soundbite either, but um, Elon Musk um, recently was on a show. And as you may know, um, f- they're trying to destroy him, right? Because he's gone back to at least as more than it was before and more than any other format to free speech, right? Um, at least there's a chance. I, I think they still throttle it. And I, I don't know that he does, but, right, but, the, right. but the government, everybody's going after him. They're suing Tesla. Every time he turns around, he's getting slapped with a lawsuit. And now they say, oh, he's anti-Semitic, which that wasn't true either. That was a media matters manipulated and essentially created a post to make it look that way. But as a result of that, all of these organizations, Disney, Walmart, it was the latest to join, are now canceling their advertising. on. um, And thank God the Babylon Bee said we're going to double theirs, although they're like, they're so minor um but elon musk was asked about that you know and and he said and i love his answer he said i would tell them all to go f themselves is what he said and And he particularly said it regard disney right and as a result of that disney's gotten thousands of cancellations to their horrible subscription service disney plus which is the last thing they need is all their movies tank um star wars tanks the uh, Dial of Destiny tanks, the Marvel's two tanks. I mean, everything's tanking. Right. Well, and Musk is suing Media Matters, isn't he? Yes, yes he is. Yeah. Yes, he it's is. Because, him. yeah, he has the algorithms. And then Thomas is saying um, that he thinks there's been um, some 30,000 cancellations really? of Disney Plus over it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do we still it, have it, Disney Plus. Well, what they do is they're tricky. We have it because it's part of the Verizon plan well, that I a, have. I think there's ways. We got to figure out how to take it off. Um. Well, there's like, ways. I, I that, did try. Okay, they're, yeah. They're, 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 and, the and internet says it. how you cancel. Oh, okay. Disney. How to cancel Disney yeah. Plus? Well, we never watch it either. So, well, um, uh, yeah, no, but we had to cancel. Yay! But, All but, of you out there, cancel. <laughs> but good for Elon Musk though for saying yeah. that, right? He's like, yeah. they can go f themselves. Now you got to wonder what kind of pressure they're going to bring to bear. Like I said before, you know they. Um, we're, we're, I, I think even he was unaware, uh, and you know, Matt Talibi uh, and all those other people, um, Michael Schellenberger, Alex Berenson have done a good job. Um, well, they had a hearing in, on the Twitter files, on the Twitter files, and it should have gotten a lot more coverage. It really was very substantive. And Dan Goldman did a great job of making an ass of himself, um, and in a sense that uh, that Gavin Newsom does, he's pretty good at it, but but you hate him. Um, because he is such an ass. Um, well, but I think the censorship, this is my prediction, is only going to step up. For instance, oh, yeah. it was funny because my daughter and I were talking and I was talking about promoting one of our shows, right. um, the one that we had Ron Hanks on, on right. Wednesday, talking about election integrity. Right. And I said, but here's the thing, if I use the word, so I, I have to oh, promote yeah. it. If I use the words election integrity, oh, yeah, Google yeah. won't let me post it, right? It won't, right. that won't gonna po- post it on Google. Right. If I use the word election integrity, even in Rumble, if somebody tries to share it on right. like Facebook right. or something right. like 
like that, um, then then they won't let you share it, right? Um, and so you have to say like Ron Hanks talks about stuff, you know, yeah. or something. <laughs> then they will. Um, but it's ridiculous the censorship. But I once again, I think they're gearing up. That's why it's it's domestic terrorism now. They're going to shut try to shut Elon Musk down over right. Stefan saying it's still domestic terrorism in Ireland right now. To say Irish lives matter <laughs> is hate speech. Like that's not a joke. That's not a joke, right? Um, and that's it. And um, they have, I guess, censorship laws now and hate. Right. I mean, you can go. We had that guy even here in this country went to was sentenced to prison for a brief prison term for a Hillary Clinton. Meme. Mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mine. A meme. So, meme. you know, and, and that's only going to get worse. And again, we now know that the um, Jack Smith's Department of Justice um, has all of the metadata right. on all of the people right. who ever liked, reposted, uh, you know, and and they have the algorithms to go through and some figure it out. Comes up about some is a Trump supporter, right? Well, yeah, well, exactly. Um, this is from Leo. Disney, IBM, etc., are shooting themselves in the foot. They need advertising, and X has two hundred million daily and five hundred million monthly users. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sandra says the Irish need to drink more Guinness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They need to lighten up over there, some of those politicians. You, well, you're right, Leo. And I think sometimes what happens, for instance, you notice that Major League Baseball is going to go, right, it's going to go back to Atlanta, right? When when Atlanta, you know, when, oh, I forget really... what Atlanta did that was so bad and everybody canceled going to Atlanta. What did they do? It was horrible, horrible, horrible. Trump, something Trump-like. And they, and so they banned. I can't remember. Can't remember, thing remember they did. You guys remember where Atlanta, where they were going to have the, um, the, the, um, All-Star, All-Star game. Oh, the All-Star game there and they pull it out of Atlanta because, but then now they're back, you it's, know. There's something about black businesses or black or something about maybe the, the protesting the laws that Georgia passed. Uh, on election integrity and so they moved out to right and, and sanders like is that when they move it here in college yeah. yeah yes that's when they did move it out here to colorado um but but my guess is i guess where i'm going with that is is i suspect that all of those companies will make a big to do about oh we're canceling we're canceling and then we'll slowly come back and not cancel i don't know although here i know elon musk would not want me to say this but i'm like good the ads are annoying yeah. right the more ads i can get rid of um like you know nabisco and that there are some ads that come up it's like i already saw that already saw that so <laughs> um one thing too i do want to play um for the last final because this is um Party Friday. I came across this. Um, this is brilliant. Somebody put this together on Twitter too, talking about the difference between moms back then and moms today. Oh, and I, I, I agree with it. And I want to see what you guys think, Thomas. If we could please play the moms video. Honey, I hear you, and your feelings are valid. I want to understand why you're feeling this way. Why don't we go get an ice cream and we could talk about it? If you don't stop crying in two seconds, you're going to be standing up on the car ride home if you catch my drift. That's what I thought. Mom, can you buy this for me? Oh, well, right now we can't get that, but maybe we can wait for your birthday or for Christmas. How does that sound? Mom, can you buy this for me? No. Your dinner, sweetie. Um, I actually don't eat gluten anymore, Mom. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Um, But now that I know, I will go do some research and see what other options we have, okay? Here's your dinner. Um, I actually don't eat gluten anymore, Mom. The f- did you just say? No, you can't go to your friends because you didn't finish your homework. Well, I'm going to call social services. Okay, let's take a breath. You sound like you're feeling stressed out. Why don't you go get your homework? Come here, and I can help you as much as I can. And then maybe when you finish it, you can go to your friend's house. 
No, you can't go to your friends because you didn't finish your homework. Well, I'm going to call social services. Oh, okay, okay. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just calling them for you. Wait, is that all right? No. I, there you go. It's ringing. No, I, I take it. Okay, fine. I'll do my homework. <laughs> and here's the thing. That is so true, right? And that's why people aren't having children. That's so exhausting. How much? Anyone who's ever gone to the grocery store with a kid? Yeah, Thomas says, honestly, that's amazing. I mean, I used to just go with... Jenny and with Rev, just go to the store and I would just say no, like every five seconds. Yeah. No, 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 put that back. No, no, you know. <laughs> and Leo said that made party Friday. And that's what it's like. Or same thing, you know, you want to, and you find yourself because kids are like, they're like, I think, grasping in, material little bastards. They have time on their hands, uh-huh. so they'll argue with you, right? Yeah. If you want to tell your kid, it's, I remember one time Jenny, when she was like five, decided she didn't want to eat chicken anymore because she didn't realize that baby chickens grew up to be chickens. So, I, I mean, there was a whole kind of thing there. And I'm like, well, we have hot pockets as an option, <laughs> you know, but there are not a lot of options here if you're not going to eat meat anymore. And then from um, Thomas, if I had a nickel for every time my mom said no or put that back, I'd be a very wealthy man. Exactly. <laughs> I remember my mom used to say she'd be in prison right now for saying this. If you don't knock that off, I'm going to break off your arm and hit you over the head with it. <laughs> so we knocked it off. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And so that's a difference between moms back then and, and, mom, and moms, moms, today. moms today. No wonder, no wonder they all have to do magic mushrooms and drink wine, right? It's a lot quicker. Well, to say. Another one I saw a cartoon with, with kind of a 1950s mom and the little girl goes, mom, I think uh, I'm a boy. And she turned to her and said, no, you're not. Now eat your meal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's a, oh no, let's get some puberty blockers and maybe we can cut off your genitalia. No, you're not. No, you're not. All right, hey, that's going to wrap it up for us on Party Friday. Take care. Uh, well, wait, let me. On Monday, we've got David Horowitz coming on. Yay, um, he's, he's got, wonderful. Yeah, he's got a new book out. He's sort of like the the, the liberal whisperer, right? Yeah, he, he understands. Well, he was brought up as a red diaper baby. But... Right, well, he understands how awful they are and how they got to be yeah, so I grew awful. up in New York with some great <laughs> red diaper babies. but That's right. So that'll do it for us. It's Party Friday. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you to everyone. I want to say thank you to everybody. Thank oh, you, to thank you, everybody. On Zoom. And everybody. Julie wants to say thank you to you. <laughs> and Thomas and everyone, we will see you all on Monday. Have a great weekend.